Hello, and welcome to The Critical Twits, today being hosted by me, Aaron Ravinsky, and I'm joined here by... Brian Ennis. And Colin Howard. Last, as always. Exactly. <laughs> and also, a live studio and audience. Woo! Of three people. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we famous? Um, yes, so we're going to do a little bit of a look back on, on the year that's been, and hopefully a look forward if we don't jabber about too much crap that we've been interested in. So... Colin or Brian, <laughs> whoever wants to be. I don't know how to do this hosting thing. This is why Brian normally does it. Yes. Um, what video games have you enjoyed this year? Or what particular one? Because if you steal all of them, then the rest of us Well, this was the problem. We did all have the same game yeah. originally. Because yeah. we all picked the same one. We did all pick the same one. Yes. Which anyone who's listened to us regularly will be able to guess. And maybe there'll be a prize in it for you if you can prove you didn't listen to the bit where we reveal it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. We keep offering prizes and no one ever tries to claim them. No, I know. It's because we never actually tell them what the prize is. For all they know, we're just going to send them a bag of crap. Define crap. <laughs> God, the audience echoing. Things found in my shed. Yes. Um, if you can complete, if you could go back and complete any of the tasks we set you uh, throughout the last three months, we will find something from Laura's shed. So uh, some, some felt, um. garden hose, loose nails. Felt. It's oh, a felt. Sorry, it's a felt. felt like a haberdashery thing. No, like roofing no, not felt. Roofing felt. Shed Roof. felt. It's really expensive. It's worth the price. The stuff that goes on the top of the roof. That's quite yeah, large. The in your shed. Because we have a shed. Why don't you have it on the roof? Because it's bare felt. And we're too short to reach the roof. So we put it underneath. <laughs> Aren't bears protected? Aren't bears protected? It says bare felt. It's a bit harsh. Yeah, that means there's lots of it. You can knock down with the kids. It's bare felt, man. <laughs> so, one of my favourite games of the year was GTA 5. Which makes me a complete hooligan, I understand. Now, you're going to have to define which GTA 5, because one of them came out the year before. Oh, yeah, okay, GTA 5, because that's what it's called. Yes, but on what? Oh, which platform? Uh, the PS4. Okay. So the next-gen update of... Yes, the slight yeah. problem is I didn't play it on the previous version, so I'm not quite sure what's been updated. I know it's got more missions... You're really excited about the cat. Yeah. Y yes, but the cat has an unfortunate story that I don't think <laughs> I should share with the internet. You, you have told that, that story on the podcast before, and Aaron cut it out. Oh, yes. yeah. Well, let's do it again. <laughs> he, uh, he, he might leave it in this time. It's Christmas. It's, you know, it's not me leaving it in this time. We have, we have a new editor, so... Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Well, what happened was, is in the game's very first mission, where you have to play as Franklin um, and steal the car and, and drive off of it, I was learning what the controls were, and a cat walked past me. At the same time, I pressed the button for the attack, which caused <laughs> me to stamp on the cat's head. Oh, <laughs> oh that was worth saving. <laughs> I don't oh. think it got better. But that's fine, because after a certain amount of distance, it would have despawned, so it's okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the rules. So, okay, so some new missions. Cats you can stamp on. Yes, um, the, uh, the best way to <laughs> uh, best way to describe GTA is a giant toy chest. It's got little bits of everything in. There's even a mission where you get to take pictures of wildlife 
before you stamp on it <laughs> or afterwards I'm not quite cam. sure I haven't actually done that mission um, oh so you, you like abusing the animals but you don't <laughs> like to <laughs> rescue them if I get Peter knocking at my door I, I'm blaming you Aaron <laughs> what's so much fun about squashing cats <laughs> Okay, not fun about squashing cats. Touche. Do you still get to pick up prostitutes? Yes. That's my thing. One slight problem with prostitute picking up it, none of this is staying in the fucking podcast. No, it is staying in the podcast. Uh, It's important to GTA. One bad thing about picking up prostitutes now, although you get to see everything through your window screen and it's all animated fairly nicely. Yeah, it was in the PS3 version. Yeah, I do feel sorry for the animators, um, but when you kill them, you don't get the exact money back. I have seen and heard that there's a first-person view. Obviously, that wasn't yes, there is. Version. Have you used that? Yes, I have. Do the controls change? Because that's the bit that I was quite interested in. No. However... That feels like a pain. It, it is a pain because the cover mechanics are awful with it because all you do is stare at the floor or that lovely <laughs> bit of textured wall over there. Yeah, Driving yeah, is practically impossible because the cars are actually about six foot wider than you think they are. So you're driving down... You're chasing after some bloke because I know he said your mum's fat. You're going down an alleyway, think you're going to fit, and then you end up hurling yourself through the uh, window screen, which that is quite funny in first person, right? <laughs> I'll admit that. Excellent. So that's a really positive uh, review of the new features. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, I played GTA 5 when it first came out. Yeah. And. I think I played it for about 20 hours, and then I decided that I hated everyone in it, everything they were doing, and if I never played the game again, then they'd never get to achieve their petty, sad, pathetic little goals, and therefore I won. (laughs) Is it still like that? No, because I like Trevor. Trevor, Trevor's the... The Oh, the comedy psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. I do like a good comedy psychopath. In mine, because he has a cheap brown suit, yellow sunglasses, and a giant beard, and so everything he does is... Quite amusing to watch. Excellent. I know what I'll get you for your birthday. I I always see GTA 5 as like a just a slightly more realistic looking uh, Road Runner cartoon. Pretty much. Yeah, just random acts of extreme violence. Yeah. That don't really perpetuate to real life. It tries to be gritty and serious to begin with, and then at one time I robbed a bank and the army turned up with tanks and uh, a Italian of troops and I killed them all with a bulldozer I'm not exaggerating literally ran them over mm. in a bulldozer you, you, I, I, they do try for the serious angle and stuff and yeah it wasn't as bad as GTA 4 where you would drive to a mission and you would run over 17 people pick up a prostitute <laughs> and murder them and get the exact change because you know it was a well, better time York. it was a simpler time yeah, yeah exactly um, and you would get to the mission after having murdered a million people and you'd turn up and the guy would go, I am so sad about my life. Oh, I saw all these terrible things. I, I come here to escape the violence, but you, you, Yoli, you, you make me do violence. And like, no, no, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> so it at least solved some of its tonal problems. Yes, it's, in that it does have a ridiculously stupid over-the-top character. I yes, it, it did get them. back to that. Um, mm. the, it, yes, it got rid of that from number four, which was... Very tonally inconsistent, as, yes. as we like to say. Excellent. So that's that's eight minutes of us saying why Colin's Game of the Year was shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the thing with GTA and what it is... Well, that's not at, one for the prize. There you go. It's yeah. your red herring. <laughs> what GTA is great at, great at is time-wasting. 
Okay. If you have an hour to kill and you can't be bothered to be serious, change your life, or you know, help your girlfriend do the washing or whatever she's asked you to do that day, sticking on GTA, driving around, running prostitutes over in a burning truck is about as much fun you can have with any game, which is why I've enjoyed it so much. Excellent. So, um, if you've ever wanted to murder prostitutes, uh, Colin <laughs> highly recommends GTA Five. Now, with added cat death. Aaron. Well, well no, you're not going to me. I'm the host. I do it last. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I took over. That's fine. It's it's instinct. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, um, so no, clearly <laughs> GTA Five is not your game of the year. Nope. So what is yours? Um, well, apart from the one that we're going to announce at the end, my second favourite game of the year was Sunless Sea. Have either of you played Sunless Sea? No. Is this the one based on the same place that Fallen London takes? It's sort of same universe. Yes. Oh, oh, then I know it. I, well, I know of it. I've never played it. You start in the docks of Fallen London. Um, so it's um, set in a London that was. Let me let me remember the highly complicated and very very specific technical backstory. Picked up by bats and flown into a cave, <laughs> <laughs> I think is what happened yes, to uh, yeah. uh, to Fallen London. So it's a... I can see that, yeah. There are a lot of bats in London. Got a kind of steampunk, <laughs> horror, surreal, silly feel to it. Yeah. Um, Fallen London sort of text-based uh, web browser game. Uh, it's got some nice pictures, but you're, you're reading a lot of text and yeah. such like. Uh, and in Sunless Sea, you play a captain sailing the Untersee which is kind of their speak for undersea because it's underneath. Undersea. 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 The Z. Yeah, people talk about the Z, not the sea. The Z. Cockneys, that's what happens. You do visit the sea at some point. Is is that as in the letter C or the actual wibbly wobbly C? The wibbly wobbly C with um, the platy pie and salty bits. (laughs) (laughs) Can you get platy pie in the sea? I don't know. I've just thought, you get pie in the Freshwater out of a lard, though. But yeah, you get them in rivers. Yes. Which I suppose is big and wibbly wobbly. Yeah, it's part of the sea. It's yeah. like it's sea's water. lesser lesser cousin. It's kind of see through and wet. Wet and wet. It's just less salty in a river. And bluish. So yeah, <laughs> so you, you go to the Hunter Z. Yeah. So it's a the say, weirdest way of saying that ever. Uh, yeah. But yeah, go on. Yeah. So um you're on the Hunter Z, you start in Fallen London, um, you've got a top down view of your ship. Okay. And you sail out into the sea. Excellent. Um, to explore. Um, it's kind of a procedurally generated roguelike thing, yeah. so bits <clears throat> will change. You won't always get exactly the same bit in the same place. Um, and yeah. you're there to make your fortune. Uh, you might have a specific um, sort of mission based on the uh, background you choose for your character. Um and you go off and you visit all sorts of scary, scary, strange places. Uh, you might run out of food and water and have to eat your crew. Uh, you might meet it's always good pirates and you battle them with your cannon. Can you eat the pirates? Um, yeah. Can you join oh, okay, the pirates? Cool. What, sorry? Can you join the pirates? You can become a pirate. You can attack Excellent. legal things and, and steal, um, steal from them. Uh, you can encounter giant jellyfish that try to eat your uh, eat your your ship. Um, the places that you you visit are incredibly strange and weird and um, named scary. Yes, yeah, very strange names. <laughs> um, so there is 
um, a city of the golems where they are carving more of their own folk out of rock and you can like be able to pick Ooh. up some of their passengers and bring yeah. them back and forth. Um, I encountered an island uh, run by monkey people. Of course. Who kidnapped one of my crewma- crewmates and I had to go on a mission to go and uh, save them. Bloody monkeys. Um, so you've got the, the top-down game and then you've the got, similar to Fallen London, you've got the text-based reader description, make yeah. some choices. Um, you've got some economics there, so you might go and pick up something rare that's on the far side of the sea, yep. the Z, and buy loads of it, bring it back, sell it. You can upgrade your ship, you can buy a bigger ship, uh, you can join all sorts of different groups, you can join a criminal gang that get you to do dodgy things, or you can work for the Admiralty, who pay you for discovering places, and you can go mad. And... Throw yourself into the sea. Oh, brilliant. You can go mad and eat your entire crew. You can go mad and just drift forever. Oh, well, that sounds pleasant. I have died many, many times in the game. You can then carry on. You you pass your what you've done down onto your descendants, so to a child or to a nephew. If you're really, really good, you might save up the resources to be able to make a will, which means they get everything. Otherwise, oh. they'll just get like the dregs. <laughs> and a rubbish ship. So if you've got nice stuff, you need to make sure it gets passed on. Um, yeah, really, really good fun. Um, wild away some time. Yeah, sounds quite uh, nice. Sounds like elite, but with ships. Fulu and ships. Yes. Well, or elite FTL. ships, but or similar to FTL, which <coughs> has similar principles. Yeah. Yes, actually, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Really liked its kind of quirky art, <clears throat> a little bit more horrific and dark than uh, than uh, other like, things like FTL and yeah. Elite, which seem to be quite. Oh, isn't this nice? Ooh, yes. Well, all space. Yeah, I say like Elite yeah. just didn't really have much in the way of no. stuff going on, talking wise and stuff. But yeah, no, it sounds good. Because Fall in London, I really enjoyed the writing and stuff, mm. and it was very good. Yes, um, and the writing is is incredible in uh, in Southern Sea. So, heartily recommend that if you want to game like, like that to play. You like Excellent. Sailors in the Dark. <laughs> if you like Sailors in the Dark. Yeah. There's all sorts of things you can do if you like Sailors in the Dark. That's all sorts of places you Also involves eating them. In London as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, that brings us on to the one that everybody no. picked. No, your runner-up. My runner-up? <laughs> yeah. Did I pick a runner-up? We all picked a runner-up. I can't remember picking a runner-up. It's not been written down, so he's never going to... You can tell me what it was, uh, and then I'll go... Metal oh, Gear yeah. Solid 5. I did say Metal Gear Solid 5, didn't you I? Did. Why do I keep forgetting about... This is why it's not my game of the year. We can't remember it. We, yeah. we talked about it in one of our very first podcasts, but yeah. we are all a bit undecided. We and played a little bit of it and stuff. You played it, and I played it. You didn't bother, did you, Colin? No, because I... Got better things to do with his time by murdering prostitutes and stamping less of that. Yeah. The, the whole plot <laughs> seems completely mad, 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 mad. It is mad, mad, mad. But as I explained when we spoke about it before, I like the fact it's absolutely bonkers. <laughs> the only thing, one gripe I do have with it is that it's not not as coherent. And this sounds bizarre as previous games have been. Well, that's not helping me at all. It's because they've not bothered. I like the explanations for why things are like that. 
in the old games, they'd come up with something incredibly insane that didn't make any sense. Yeah. But then they'd follow through and yeah. they'd be like, ah, the consequences of this incredibly crazy thing happening yeah. would be this, this, this and this. Whereas in this one, they just seem to go, here's a crazy thing from one of the old games. Look, it's there. Ah, and then they move on. Yeah. It's a lot of fan service. Ah. Yes. I don't know why I said it like well, that. Is, it, is it the last Metal Gear game? It's supposed to be. Uh, they've already announced... Have they not announced they're doing another one? I think I, I think Konami announced afterwards, but Hideo Kojima said it was supposed to be... It was the last one he wanted to do, oh, as poor, far as he was concerned. Poor, sad Hideo Kojima. Yeah. No. Is. No. no. <laughs> He's doing it again. We talked about this. Again. I don't know why everyone's in love with Hideo Kojima. He can't write games. <laughs> You haven't, you haven't played any of his games, no. therefore you can't cast judgment on no. his game. There is a woman who is half naked, and the excuse for him yes. was because she photosynthesizes. Yes. Now, that is to me is something that a ten-year-old would say. Have you ever seen a tree wearing a jumper? Yes. Yeah, I have actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> no, it's a fig. What, a what they do? It's, it's like, a fig. No, yeah. What they've done? There's this group goes around. I think it's in New York, obviously. Um, putting the trees around, uh, putting the well, clothes around the trees, so well, homeless people aren't cold. Yeah, yeah. and also Jackie there's Brimage. another group that. <laughs> But they put clothes on the trees so homeless people aren't cold. Well, it's yeah, not suggesting that homeless people are trees. They donate hanging clothes. Them, but they you hang. donate your old clothes by hanging them around the city, and then homeless people can come and take said clothes. Aren't they not just dangling from the tree? They're not actually yeah. wearing it. No, which is what brings me on to my next one. Okay. Whereas there's another group that knits what look like woolen jumpers as an art, kind of an art piece for trees. Right. Which they put on in various parks that have got. Um, They've had attacks and various negative things happen around it. Okay. Um, because it seems to have anyway, mostly because it seems daft and silly to be there, it's reduced the crime levels and stuff. So they did it as a kind of... It's, it's supposed to be based on that piece of research that um, said that if, a, if an area is clean and tidy, people are less likely to commit crimes and do that kind of thing because they want to keep the area upkept. Yeah. It's Supposedly. also really hard to kick someone's head in when you're too busy laughing at a tree <laughs> a with a jumper on. Tree, yeah. 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 And yet it still makes more sense than a woman that photosynthesizes. Yeah, no. Yes, yeah, I will concede. Is that specifically because she's a woman, Colin? If there's a man... Really <laughs> I don't know, I don't see her as a woman, I just see her as a person, Brian. What gets me... <laughs> <laughs> Chop. <laughs> God damn it, Connor, I'm trying to take it seriously. No. Yeah, no, I can see that is ridiculous. I mean, Farscape oh. had a woman on it who was a plant. Yes, woman. but she looked like she a plant. She looked like a plant. And therefore, and she did I take all her clothes off all the time, just sometimes when she needed to regenerate. And, and, then it was and that makes sense because she looks like a plant. When, when she wanted yes. to, this woman did not look like a plant. When she wanted to have sex, did she like go and get a basket full of bees? <laughs> and what was with the moment in the game where if you don't have a wash for about a week and that girl likes you enough, she'll join you in a shower scene? I don't know. Is that I really I necessary? I haven't seen that because I wash him regularly because... <laughs> <laughs> important. It regenerates uh, oh, you, vitality. Yeah. If, he's, yeah. if, he's not, if he's not washed regularly enough, he gets tired and fatigued. Apparently a good shower is all you need to keep going. It's it's, it's not immersion I'm, I'm wondering my character if, shower. I'm wondering if that was introduced by Konami to try so, and show to the staff like, look, yeah. <laughs> we keep telling you all you need to do is go for a shower and you can well, work 24 hours a day and you're yeah, fine. Konami have shown themselves to be rather suspect. 
Have you seen all the? You're looking at me like I'm insane. No, you're not. I've, I've probably heard some, some of, of the it, decisions been. they've announced. Was it this year? Well, the have way, been mad, 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 mad. The way mad, they've mad. been treating their employees yeah. and such like has been in the uh, in the news. Yeah. So you know, well done, Aaron, for nominating something crafted by the hands of evil. Okay, well, this leads us on to the green yeah, reason why it's the runner-up rather than the actual game. <laughs> to be honest, my game was made by the Scottish. So I love I mean, the fact that. Colin, you've you've just said why GTA is rubbish. Aaron, you've just said why Metal Gear Solid is rubbish. <laughs> I'm trying to defend it against its rubbishness, but yeah. Admit it, you've only played two games this year. That's why she ran around. So yeah, so yeah. what's our actual favourite game of the year? That <laughs> we aren't going to slag off, I hope. So in joint second place, we've got Sunless Sea. Yeah. Uh, we've got Which... Cat Stamping Simulator Five. <laughs> yeah. And we've got Misogyny Chlorophyll. <laughs> Solid five as well. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's fun. Excellent. Cool. Bloodborne is our number one game of the year. Huzzah! What a delay. Yes. Why? Why is it our number one game of the year? Because it's one of the few games I've ever come back to after a six month period. I completed it. Yeah. Which again is rare in itself. Yeah. Uh, because it kept my attention for the entire time, I've come back to it and I'm still enjoying it. The systems run fluidly. The story was intriguing. It was difficult enough to pose a challenge without making me want to cry, run away and quit like Dark Souls did. Um, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I've gone past that point now on Dark Souls. I'm actually past it and going, actually, this is quite a good game. Not while I'm such a baby. But it's because Bloodborne gave me the confidence to do it so are you saying it's Dark Souls with training wheels Dark Souls like I can't believe it's not Dark Souls <laughs> mm, 25% no. reduced challenge Dark Souls <laughs> Dark Souls challenge. I've got hundreds of these I can keep going yeah, no it's fine you go, you go for it uh, Dark Souls Junior Edition um, my very first Dark Souls <laughs> um, the pop up I Spy book of Dark Souls no, that wouldn't work. <laughs> no, I've kind of gone off topic now. Anyway, but yes. But yeah, it is, it is <laughs> Grey Souls. Dark Souls for Demi? Oh, that's good. We need the audience every week. But yes, yeah, fair enough. It is, it is a little bit Dark Souls light. A lot of the things are a bit obtuse or uh, there were too much of the way of options and stuff in Dark Souls that scared off. Crapadua players like myself meant that um, it had been either taken away or cleaned up a little bit, so it was a bit more fluid. We only had 10 weapon selection and very few choices of armour. The armour couldn't be upgraded, so there was no messing around with that. I mean, don't get me wrong, now I've completed it, I would like more of that. That yeah. makes sense. All of that to have been added in on the DLC, which I haven't seen. I like the fact there's more weapons and stuff coming to it and things like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And I like the fact that combat was a lot faster paced. Now, don't get me wrong, I like how in Dark Souls it's all very, you make a mistake, you're going to pay for it. It's much, much slower though. Yeah, but it's playing it back I, recently, it's only because of an appreciation of the difficulty and things like that that's keeping me going through. Um, but the actual pace of it is a little sluggish, from my perspective. Okay. Now, because I've gotten used to a bit quicker gameplay and things like that. And yeah. Um, think We're very negative today. We are very Play negative. Bloodborne because Dark Souls is slow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very pretty. 
Oh, it's it's incredibly shiny. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's yeah. nice to have if, a Victorian game. Yes. That's actually that's... a Victorian game and not Order 1886, which is a SPS hiding behind a Victorian setting. Yeah. Order 1886 sounds like an email you'd get from a website when you purchase something. Probably yes. <laughs> that was a terrible. That one was awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yes, that is factually correct. Job you can edit it out. Yeah, no, I believe that. In. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it on a loop. <laughs> that could be my shitty thing I put at the beginning. All right, I can actually say But yeah, no, I see what your point is. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit more. It's. it's Steampunky again. We we seem to have picked at least two kind of steampunky. Is it, is it really steampunky? It I kind didn't of falls under. Well, no, my character's got purple goggles on. Yeah, it's goggles. Count? They're using a lot of you kind of the mechanical aspects that didn't really exist in the Victorian time. Yeah, like the, the stake driver. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I didn't really look at any of that stuff because I found my weapon really early and stuck with it yeah yeah, yes, yes, yes. you know and a, and a cane that turns into a whip is not very Victorian well, it's very Victorian but it's very fancy Victorian so uh, yes Bloodborne we like the challenge yep. yes uh, it looks shiny yes it um, shiny. and we all came back to it because of the DLC yes yes yeah. and I'm... have enjoyed it coming back to it yes yeah I only played a couple of hours but it's probably the most fun I had on the PlayStation since completing Bloodborne the yeah. first time. So I've gone back and played another ten hours of it, so I can actually take on the DLC. And I haven't felt that was a chore. I've gone yes. back. And, oh, this is quite fun. Yeah, yeah. Unlike again to mock on Dark Souls, but with Dark Souls, once you got your stats to forty, that was about all you could do with them. After then, your stats would only rise incrementally. So uh, levelling it, obviously pointless. Yeah, levelling up past 40 was, was really pointless. Um, but in Bloodborne, it, your stats go up the same that they did. So it's not... Although you can't get your weapons any higher plus plus 10, you can still make your character better. Yeah. Hmm. Which makes me think that I could probably... You could probably get through New Game Plus and then carry on. Because as long as you keep getting the, the Blood Echoes to level up. Whereas in yeah. Dark Souls, I hit a brick wall and went, my character can't get any better. Yeah. That means you need to get better. Yeah, he said that parry last time. Boy. <laughs> I can't parry everything yeah. in Dark Souls. I learned how to parry like a week ago. You did, did. yeah. And you were, you were very excited about that, as you should I be. I was, yeah, because I've been using the gun that's no good for parrying, yeah. rather than the gun that's really good for parrying, and kind of, I don't know, I felt like I'd tapped into easy mode, but, you know, whatever, guys. Oh, did you? Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that was kind of a... We'd be really built to a crescendo. <laughs> well, this goes on to the next question I was going to ask, because you've written some down this sheet of paper that kind yeah. of fits... Are we dull? Are we dull? Well, because we pick games that are a bit meh. Everybody's well, kind of gone, yeah, they do good. And not really added anything new to the to the forum. Well, I suppose... Something this sea was new. Like yeah, it was new, yeah. But that. people have talked about it as being quite good and stuff like that and yours has was most interesting to be fair is it dumb to say a good game is good no I just, just well you've got two well, is Bloodborne a triple A game yeah technically yeah so we've it's got one of the lo- not one no it wasn't one of the launch titles was it one MGS GTA mm, no. Bloodborne yeah which mostly mm. picked it just it seems to have been the year of the really 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 pointlessly big 
open world game. Yes. Uh, Bloodborne, yeah, yeah. I think, has been a nice exception. Well, obviously, um, that's the model standard now, whereas yeah. once it used to be yeah. your FPS as your yeah. standard or your third-person shooter. Now it's, we're making a game. Well, it's got to be an open world. Everything's yeah. open world. Everything's yeah. gone open world. It's got to be a got... million and one things to collect. Yeah. For now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been playing lots and lots of Fallout 4. Uh, there's GTA 5 uh, that they've released again. Yeah. Um, you've Mad Max. Got Mad, yeah, Max. Mad Max, The Witcher. Yeah. The Witcher, yeah. Uh, Far Cry. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Woo! No. <laughs> one, one Assassin's Creed fan. <laughs> there was only one good Assassin's Creed. Came here by travelling in time. Yeah. When it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creed 2 was good. No, Assassin's Creed 4 was good. Everything oh, no. else was rubbish. <laughs> oh, <No>. fight! <laughs> Audience <laughs> disagreement. Okay, I'll say this about 4, which is my favourite Assassin's Creed, yeah, because it wasn't being an Assassin's Creed game. That's why I enjoyed it. Mm. Well, see, I really like the Assassin's Creed yeah. series, and That's a bit I like still haven't finished Unity yet, because... Mm. Yeah. Start a dragon for me, even though the character is much more interesting off the get go. Yeah, it just sounds like when you say it's your favorite Assassin's Creed game because it's nothing like Assassin's Creed, it'd be like, I remember that time I had a really good salad, it was made of biscuits and cake. <laughs> I would say, that was, was it really a, a salad? But well, I put it in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> if it's marketed as a salad, then it's a salad. Yeah. Mm, I put some dressing on it, croutons. <laughs> croutons and biscuits. No, you've ruined it now. I say croutons, I meant jelly tots. <laughs> no yeah cool yeah. too surreal <laughs> um, okay so yes yeah, so we we all enjoyed uh bloodborne i was very mixed on metal gear solid just to go back was it that good yeah yeah because i i played it for about 12 hours and got really bored really yeah, yeah my, i didn't even get the dog to grow up I mean, you didn't even get to the point where the you no, the dog, dog was. I, I got the dog. It was a puppy, yeah. and I kept coming back to the base, and it would kind of lick me. And every time yeah. I saw it, I thought, I better not let Colin round. He's going <laughs> to kick it off my oar. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, no, just I just wanted to try it. I think I think I got five percent complete. Okay. And it just started to feel really samey really quickly. It's like I'd done loads of stuff. I mean, well, you do I a lot of heard that it was. You get to a point where you've unlocked so much stuff, and half of it's pointless. Yeah, you unlock seventeen ways of doing. I've got forty-five assault rifles, but I'm going to take that one because it's the best one. Yeah, yeah. Forty-four. I mean, I heard other things um, that I don't need. Like Zero Punctuation, when he did a review on it, he spoke of you could make distraction sounds over here. You could get an inflatable doll over there to distract guards, and actually, all you really need to do is throw an empty ammo clip in front of him so he turns around and then punch him in the back of the head. Yeah, it, is, it has lost its. That's what I mean. It's lost its way from previous ones a little bit, but it's because they're trying to go for a more crafting open system. experience. Oh, they want crafting things. systems because everything well, yeah. has to have a crafting system. Does it need to be an open world game? Have they not just fallen victim to 2015itis where everything's? Well, like, they wanted mm. an open world game at the very beginning. Yeah, I it's think got, it does work. Metal Gear was it. always supposed to be an open world game, but it, technology. It, <laughs> see, the unfortunate problem is is you go from one main mission and then you get in the helicopter, which then takes you to a loading screen for you to get to the next mission to then go back to that same open world. Yeah, you, you get detached from it too you get, often. It's bitty. Yeah. Um, That's because so it could have really... It, movies. Yeah, and, and the movies are fairly entertaining most of the time. I mean, we'll give exception to Metal Gear Solid 4's a drag. 
because it was just too much of it. Too much. At times, but it's had something to do with the ninety-minute cutscenes, by any chance? Yes, a little bit. But it's you know, developers get big heads, and it doesn't always work properly and stuff like this. But you know, Metal Gear Solid Five reduced a lot of that. If you want to listen to the story, it's all on tapes pretty much now. You get a few shorter cutscenes, including some ridiculous ones. Yeah, with the don't hold a gun like that. Yes, we don't fire. We don't fire automatic. Semi-automatics, as like, if they were revolvers, because they're different types. <gasps> this man is a genius! He knows everything about guns. I predict in the future he will die in a battle with now, someone take into without account, a gun. This is uh, a man you've strapped to a food, uh, a food and delivery device, which is basically a big balloon that shoots him off in the sky. Yeah, he, does really like that he might work. be brain-damaged, so he can remember revolver guns and gone, maybe I can do that, because he, he's, he's not, not as well as he was before. So he needs retraining because he's, he's hurt. You've smocked a, a poor mentally ill man. He's not real, first of all. <laughs> and B, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Confused. Why are we... It's what? that guy's meant to be in my art. I, I appreciate that Revolver Ocelot knows how... He's like a really... He's meant to be this like mythical gunslinging guy. But he's not like imparting any knowledge that people don't already know. <laughs> it's yeah. like It's like... Gordon Ramsay coming in and yeah. saying, you eating, a, you eating a cheeseburger? If you try putting ketchup in it, it's lovely. <laughs> Doesn't he? Is that his whole career? No, he talks about foie gras and rack just of lamb. fancy and names for going... ketchup on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you seared that meat properly? Well, even I know what searing meat is and I can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> searing meat would be a good Metal Gear Solid uh, code name. It would it? actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It would, yes. <laughs> So, we're now going to move on to our favourite board games of the year. Yay! Woo! The audience wasn't particularly interested, but thank you, Brian. That was much appreciated. Right. So, do you want to go first? Uh, your favourite game yay. of the year? <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, we did have one member of the audience who was quite happy about it. But... Yeah, um, oh. I... <laughs> 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 well, <someone> <laughs> <laughs> this is the reaction I get whenever I tell people I play board games. <laughs> What, two minutes of these are really nothing. interesting there's this one way you do where you build train lines just <laughs> uh, trains yeah I do like just trains it just trains is amazing trains but you can't good. explain it to somebody I actually genuinely did I, I took some just trains yes you've run it like several times I took somebody to a gaming store um, in Peterborough to show show around the selection of games if she wanted to play with her husband because she got quite interested she played Guards Gets Him Out she really liked it yeah cool and I picked up Trains. trains, just right. trains. Which is for people at home. Uh, I don't actually know what it's called. Uh, <laughs> right. it's it's ticket, ticket to ride. Ticket to ride. Yeah. I was going to say ride to town, <laughs> but that's entirely different. Yeah. Yeah. We just, don't ask the audience. Call it yeah. just train so often. I've completely forgotten. Yeah, no. Uh, ticket to ride. So I showed a ticket to ride, and her eyes just glazed over. It just right. kind of went, "Why am I here?" And I was like, "No, genuinely, this is a really fun game. You've just got to get past the fact it's just trains." <laughs> and she looked at me just. Beyond gone out like I'd chat in a cup of coffee. The thing is, I mean, that's one of the most popular games that's out there. Uh, it's really easy to pick up, really competitive once you get yeah, into yeah, it. It's, um, it. it's a really, really good game. There is um, something very rewarding about completing a train line. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really good game, but the theming holds absolutely no interest for me. No. Be- and when 
uh, the first member of our group to pick up Ticket to Ride, picked it up and tried to get us to play it. The moment he said, you build train lines, <laughs> I glazed over, wondered <laughs> yeah. why I was here, um, hit him over the head, put him in the boot of the car, uh, drove him to somewhere very, very quiet and secluded and told him if he ever tried to do that again, then Uncle Vinny would come around and have a word. <laughs> Just off the A14, second mm. junction. <laughs> may have been watching too many gangster films. Well, we see why Brian doesn't like GTA 5 anymore. <laughs> too much of an influence. Yeah, it's not realistic enough. <laughs> so, Brian, what's your favourite non-gangster themed uh, board game? Non-gangster themed? Oh, there goes Mafia de Cuba. Shucks. <laughs> that we've played the entire once. Yes, and I enjoyed it so much. No, um, no it was very good, but... My favourite game of the other. We've played loads and loads of really good games. Uh, yeah. It's quite hard to uh, um, to nail down any one particular game. I think the game that has surprised and delighted me the most, and that I'm most eager to get back to playing and want to play again, is Pandemic Legacy. Way. Uh, so. What's particularly about it is the reason why you picked it as your favourite game. Because I know, as a normally as a group, we don't tend to lean towards cooperative games because we're mean to each other, as a general rule. Yes. Uh, whereas this one, you can't be. So, what particularly is it about that you, you adore? Um, oh, adore? Oh, that's a strong word. Is it? Is it the... It sounds like I tried to make love to it. <laughs> it was a bit sticky last time we opened this board. Have you ever made love to a beautiful board game? Have you ever shuffled yeah, its I... cards? I've been 13, Brian, yeah. Arranged his... (laughs) (laughs) No, this is why we're not allowed to play Warhammer Quest in my house anymore. (laughs) Is that that why your minotaur minotaur looks particularly shocked? (laughs) You've seen some things, man. You've seen some stuff. Um, It's not a club he's holding anymore. It got shaved down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I died inside a little then. You died. I saw the model. (laughs) I was sick in my mouth. Tambled it. (laughs) <laughs> so why is Pandemic Get a Legacy uh, your favourite game of the year? Um, I think it's because I mean, we enjoyed Risk Legacy, yes, which we've talked about in uh, a small amount of detail. Um, I like the idea of something that crosses a board game with that kind of campaign feel that you get from RPGs. Yeah. So you've got... Whenever you play a board game, you open up and it's the same every time. And that can be nice. That can be comforting, especially if you're doing something or introducing someone new to a new game yeah. or uh, to the hobby, as you have failed to do. Um, yes. Yeah. Taking people to uh, local gaming stores and upsetting them. Um, <laughs> so I made it up to like giving all my games to, to her for a while to borrow. What did you say? That's a really harsh punishment. <laughs> have, <laughs> punishment? Have, have I'm every... sorry, take everything. Have Please all... like, the, like the systems. I'm so sorry. Have all my fun. <laughs> um, all of it. So what you're saying it is you lost Black Rose. Rose. <laughs> no, no I... I kept Black Rose. That's, that nearly three people short two player games, so... There's a legitimate reason for yeah. not giving that away and let yeah, somebody else play it before we have. It's not a three-player game. I've read the rules. Yeah. It can be really nice if a game is the same every time, especially if you're introducing someone new or you want something quick and easy to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I really like the way it changes. Risk Legacy had that sort of, oh, we've opened a new box, we've opened a new envelope, there's something new, there's something shiny, there's a new mechanic. Yes. Um, but it was a bit wonky, and at its core it was still Risk, which we wouldn't play if it wasn't Risk Legacy. Yeah. I don't think it's not the no. best game. It's no. a, a classic game. Yeah. But things have moved on a lot. So from... Snakes and Ladders, but we wouldn't play that either. Snakes and Ladders Legacy. 
snakes. The ladders move and the snakes evolve. Yes, (gasps) they do. And then by the end of it, you've got um, stairs and monkeys. Yes, (laughs) copyright critical twits. Yes. (laughs) Um, Snakes with rungs. (laughs) Yeah. And Pandemic is a good game. I like Pandemic. Yeah. I'd be more likely to play it. Um, But it's always, it's the same thing every time. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the mechanics of things. And you've got yeah, sort of the random chance of, of things being slightly different, but the mechanics are there. They've evolved it. They've taken it to the next level. There's loads of really cool stuff that happens. Um, we've kind of been forging our own story. Yes. As we've gone, so we've got my overworked generalist, who I decided was an intern. Yeah, yeah. Um, we gave everyone comedy names. Um, we've done all sorts of, you know, we've gotten into what we're doing. Yeah. Um, Probably far more than we should. Um, Probably, and it's, yeah. it's nice to have that story going along with playing the game. Yeah. And it's nice to sit with the same people and play the same thing and have it change and evolve. So it's got that nice... It feels a bit like it's bringing some of the joy of the RPG campaign. Yes, um, yeah. The long-form stuff into the board games as well. So it's yeah. kind of, it feels to me like a nice hybrid of the two. It, does remind me a lot actually of um playing the old warhammer quests campaigns okay and stuff because we used to have characters that came back over and over again and oh yeah you level up and keep treasure and things yeah like that. visit the yeah. towns and develop story stuff but you're still in essence playing a board game version of something yeah but yeah you kept coming back to the same thing over and over yeah. again it's yeah it's reminding me a lot, a lot of that it's it's nice to come back to something that's similar but it's changed enough between each game to be a new challenge and Keep your interest and things like that. Yeah. Cool. So, Colin, because I could change the order and be the next one. No, or I'm, no, I'm, I'm quite happy to go. My game of the year is Mysterium, if only because <laughs> Rob got dressed up and looked like a ghost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Mysterium, very much like. Damn, completely forgotten. Dixit. Dix, yes, very much like Dixit. Um, you have cue cards and you have to try and make a connection towards them it's essentially Cluedo from the perspective of the dead person yeah um, you are doing a set holding a seance in the house um, which you do or do not have to uh, do authentically it's fine yeah you get bonus points for dressing up if, <laughs> if only from your friends and family um, just like in real life yeah exactly um, you place down cards and you hope to eventually lead the rest of the players to conclude who actually did kill you and where they killed you and what with. Yeah. So it is Cluedo from the point of view mm. of the ghost. Without the board and the pointless roll and move, yes. uh, the ghost hands out from a selection of cards, yes. clues, and yeah. you, you work your way up. Um, yeah, and really good. We, we've uh, perfected the art of being the ghost and not talking and knocking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying not to good. look infuriated as the clues you've given of taken people on a completely different track to what you thought it would take them on or the person has said the correct thing and then gone nah that doesn't sound right at all yeah or when somebody goes or I think it's this and it's right and then goes but I don't think they think like that and then changes their answer completely and you think no you know me better than you think you do yes I've played both sides I've been a ghost I've been one of the seances Yes, scientists, scientists, one of the living. Thank you, Rob. Um, <laughs> one of the living as well as the ghost, um, and very different gaming perspective from each side. 
a bit like when you play Dixit and you're the person giving the clue, you've got to think in a slightly different way. Yeah, yeah. Same again with Code Names, which is uh, another good game that I've enjoyed this year. Um, um, that of our audience here. Yeah, which um, is different, again, based on whether you're giving the clues or whether you're receiving the clues. Yeah. Um, but ten, ten times as much when you're you're frustratedly trying to point someone towards, you know, it's Colonel Mustard in the drawing room with the musket. Yeah. Um, and they're going, ah, it must be that French-looking woman. You also have to be like, no, no, I've given you yellow cards and he's the only yellow one. Yeah. And you're going, ah, this card has a fish in the corner and she's on a boat. It must be her. And you're yeah. like, I didn't even see the fish. It, it's <laughs> a, it's, What's going on? It's a game you need to play with a group that you know well I mean for example no it's funnier to do the opposite well it's funnier to do the opposite but infuriating it's <laughs> when we were saying when Rob was the dead ghostly person uh, we all went right Rob looks at details we will look at that small fish in the corner and that will be correct and then with other players we're going right they're idiots therefore we're <laughs> look at the colour of the card because that's about as much as they can Colin that was you yes it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to get very indignant and ask which one of us you thought was an idiot but it's you and I agree <laughs> I like colours I'm not ashamed to admit it what about shapes you big uh, fan of shapes never got the hang of them can never get that triangle into the circle bit no, no. <laughs> sad for you Excellent. Wow. Yeah, so Mysterium. Um, yeah. yeah, I enjoyed that. You enjoy that? Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it as well. Audience? Everybody, I've finished, finished you too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we've been uh, nodding's no good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even borrowed it to go and play with other people as well. Yeah. You have other friends. Won't go that far. Fantastic. <laughs> Tolerated. Yes, that's what That's it. Mock our audience. Excellent. So yes, so uh, Mysterium and my favourite game of the year, which I'm hoping Brian isn't going to reveal is not from this year, is Portal, the uncooperative cake game, cake acquisition game, I should say. Yes, the uncooperative yes. cake acquisition game. game. Yes, yes. Mm, smooth guys, like yeah. jazz. We're good. We're good at words. We're yeah, the box is right over there as well. I probably could have just leaned over and saw it, but no. You could no, have I'd just read over my from words. the box. In yeah. Fact. yeah, came out in October. There you go. Yay! So it is new this year. Yay. Quite quite new this year as well. Excellent. Yeah. So uh, it's a uh, competitive game uh, where you play the test subjects. And you're attempting to get cake onto a moving conveyor belt. Uh, it's the essence of, of different platforms. Yeah. And you win the game by not having any of your test subjects left on and the most pieces of cake left. Well, someone else could lose all their test subjects. Oh, as long as, yes, so somebody loses their test yeah. subjects. If you've got the most cake, you can win by either wiping all your own test subjects out or killing Everybody all the else. test subjects of someone else. Yeah. Um, it has lots of wacky abilities and cards you can play and you can fire portal guns so yeah. those familiar with the game which is most people yeah um where you can travel through holes in space and time yeah. uh, and travel from one end to the other um you've got an incinerator where you can incinerate other people's cakes which is or yours accidentally or best, yours best accidentally. bit of the game absolutely mm-hmm. best bit of the game so as things get towards the end of the, the board they essentially go into the incinerator so the piece at the end of the board You'll, you'll get that person back, but they basically get incinerated. Yeah, uh, their, their reward for completing that test chamber and earning you the reward is to be disposed of. Yeah. yeah. Um, and any cake that any player has got on that end piece that goes off and then goes in, it'll incinerate a piece or, or in the box where they can't get at it ever again yeah. until they play the game again. 
and it's nice to and once they're gone that's it you you can't get them back that's it yeah yeah. really really nice yeah. to annoy La- people with that last time we played I raced ahead and then ended up with nearly all my cake incinerated yeah because we punish you for racing ahead yeah. yes stop playing well and this won't happen it's Mario Kart syndrome this is exactly you become gonna, the target yes which yeah. is what's going to happen to you with Malifaux okay. you're doing so well you're, you know, you're beating yeah, you everybody ahead. and now we're all going to develop teams that are going to absolutely trounce all yeah. everything we buy will be to beat your team no because I've got so many different models that um, there's no, if you buy loads you get loads of stuff for instance I smashed Aaron to pieces with uh, Pandora yeah. who works by making you cry slowly in a corner until you die from it I to have you Pandora while I was crying I was having a temper tantrum you actually did you had a proper history <laughs> yeah, I didn't really I was really <laughs> angry this is how I get my friends to play games by <laughs> making them sad I, I rescind what I said about the Malfoy starts set being nice it's crap I hate it <laughs> since I don't then, I bought more since then Aaron's gone and bought models to try and trounce you yes yeah and then I'll just play a completely different set I'll fight you with Von Chill yeah <laughs> didn't we decide mm. petrol for Brian's army though yes yeah I think we did yeah, yeah. excellent yeah I'm sad now <laughs> those hours <laughs> wasted being your friends <laughs> what you're both of his friends yes so Portal, it's is it anything like the game, the video game? Um, no, it's just kind of themed on it. To be honest, you yeah, could have themed it as something different and would have worked. I it's kind of mean and horrible, and has some of the humour. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, yeah. it's got the the black. Colin likes humor. the box. I like the box. I, I like the, the fact that the cake all fits together. Yes, that's always nice. Oh yeah, you ate pieces, you pieces, of, plastic pieces cake. of cake. Do you know the best thing about board games, from my point of view, the boxes. Yes, how just, they all slot together yeah. and all the equipment goes back in. So I love Pandemic with the little Petri dishes and the little disease cubes. This is why, again, why I like Portal because we've we've talked about how uh, sexual these boxes can be at times when they when everything slots in the slots just right. And there's <laughs> 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 something quite satisfying about putting a piece of cake in a hole. <laughs> is that humorous enough for you? <laughs> wacka wacka, hey. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> Should we stop? Uh, I'm offering up a valid point. Yeah, no, no, it's good. Um, it's just that we then failed to do anything with that point. <laughs> well, no, I did something with it. I'm not saying it was any good. At least I tried. She gave us a good point. I ran with it. You guys just laughed at my ineptitude. <laughs> so you fumbled. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so... What are we looking forward to next year? Well, I really want to play the Mutant expansion. Yeah, don't know what it's called. Nor do I, but it's the Blue Ocean. But it's Waterworld. It's yeah. Zone Compendium deep, 2. Deep Blue Zone Sea, Compen- isn't it? Catchy. Dead. Is it? Dead Blue Sea. Dead, Dead Blue, Blue Sea. sea. Uh, I knew it was something catchy like that, yes. <laughs> uh, but yes, I'm looking forward to um, Dead Blue Sea, the second Mutant Compendium. Um, mainly because I like Waterworld. Yes, yeah. It's the main reason. There you go. I like the film Waterworld, and I want to to play that as a game, as a role play. I also remember most of my fond memories of playing Mutant are the fact that we kept drowning. <laughs> yes. so playing in a giant ocean just seems like the next progressive step. What's really ridiculous is at least two of the characters have been amphibious, and, and we've still had drowned. Like, yeah, and we still had many drowned. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm quite looking forward to that because I'd like to see how they cope with swimming. Because I mean, I know the mechanic for it in the game isn't exactly that hard, 
but we apparently can't do it. Yeah. So we might be completely boat bound, which yeah. should be might quite be, funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's quite good if you're the default setting. It's a Swedish game. Sweden. There's lots of water about. From what yes. I've uh, what I've seen on the internet. On on maps and things. Yeah. And when I read um, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, and the other ones. Did yeah, they mention water a lot? Well, there's a lot of bridges, so oh, okay. I assumed they were bridges over water and not just slums full of the unemployed. <laughs> it's a socialist utopia. They wouldn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? Um, yeah, so it's a Swedish game, so there, there's lots of islands, um, quite coastal nation. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've set our, our game in London, yeah. which is not near the sea. No, but no. it could be <laughs> after a nuclear apocalypse. Yeah, that's a point. Which caused land masses to fall, the oceans to rise I've because actually... of global warming, and we have water world. I've just worked I'm out. I'm now looking smug. <laughs> smug. Smug. No. Smug. No. No. <laughs> I've just worked out how to fit it into our game, but I don't want to say anything. Oh, well, there you uh, go. Because it'd ruin the surprise for you. But yes, I can fit that into our game. That's fine. Brilliant. Ooh, excellent. There you go. Cool. And we so may have to. as well. Because we don't have an arc anymore. Yeah. People. We do. It would just have been assaulted by pirates while we're dead in the tank. That's true. You're all dead. We <laughs> killed you all last session. It's fine. You can't kill Husk. It doesn't work. Oh, no, he's dead. Slaves <laughs> are too hard. The more you protest, the, the more I have to kill it. So, yeah, you're looking forward to the expansion. I'm doing your job. Yeah. You're looking forward yeah. to the expansion for Mutant? Yeah. Shit it is. What are you looking forward to playing? What I'm looking forward to playing? <laughs> Deus Ex. Bank are divided. Yeah? Yeah. That's what you're, the thing you're looking forward to most? Yeah, actually, genuinely, is what, I really, really like the Deus Ex uh, series, even 2, which was a bit bit of a flop. But um, I really enjoyed the last game. Cool. It had its problems with the bosses and things like that, admittedly. Yeah. But they did release an update um, about six months later for the PC version and stuff, like a mod thing you could download as a separate game. Oh, okay. Um, that that. Yeah. That had, gave you the options of the very first day so you used to do where you could sneak around bosses or you could do stuff you to, to set sentry bots on yeah. did you actually then do that did you play it through taking advantage of this mod that many many people called for I have not no I don't think anyone did no my pet theory is people realised that you could play like that yeah I don't, I, I, did anyone out there, you, you people what? out there in the wide world, um, yeah. still with hope and joy in your souls, um, <laughs> I did, did you do that? Because I think it was just something for people to whinge about. Well, the internet well, does like to moan about things. Yeah, I think it was a, a storm in a teacup, a storm over nothing. So how do you defeat the boss in a non-violent action? In, in, the, in the Deus Ex world, admittedly, some of these non-violent options were still quite violent. They were just violent in a different way. Yes. So you could hack machines to... Shoot them for you? Shoot them for you, to trap them in rooms. You could sneak past some of them. <laughs> trap them in rooms. <laughs> Lock the doors. That's not violent. Mm. That's up to them if they want to be violent about it afterwards. The doors theoretically being unlocked before they starve to death. Okay. You could you used to be able to sneak in the vents around certain bosses in some sections. Um, you could talk your way out of some of them. If you had invested your skills in the right areas, and that was the that was the bugbear with the last ASX game that um, you could invest in these skills and would allow you to do those things. But when you came to the bosses, we might have pulled back on your uh, combat effectiveness to do these other things. You were then not you were struggling a great deal with the actual boss fights. Yeah, because you weren't able to beat them in an all. Okay, 
Um, so it's a similar problem people had with Alpha Protocol and things like that. You, you had to build certain characters in particular ways early on to be able to do, in essence, the tutorial bits. But then the rest of it was amazing and expansive. See, Alpha so. Protocol, I, I, I really wanted to be like some kind of ninja. And if you didn't take all the gun skills, the game was really, really, really hard. Yeah, not impossible, though. As long as you had, you were invested in a particular um, martial, you know, some sort of combat, combative skill. Yeah, particularly you had to make sure you were always investing in your combat skill to some extent because it did yeah. force yeah. you in certain I suppose it's similar to yeah. Morrowind or once you had the first scroll series. Had two thirds. Yes, yeah. two thirds of the martial arts was enough to take anyone down yeah. at really level. Yeah, so I went you through got several to... without firing any shots. Yeah. So it is, it is quite possible. And again, it's the same with the last day. Actually, it was quite possible. It was very, very difficult and clearly market, not marketed towards that perspective. Whereas Alpha Protocol it was just not quite thought of properly early on in the game because they were concentrating too much on the other interesting bits. Deus Ex just, it felt a bit rushed in that respect. But the rest of the game is brilliant. I love the world of it. And um, I'm hoping they fix some of those problems. And um, I'm quite interested to see what they do with it because it's a slightly later on prequel to a game that they as, as the audience has mentioned to us previously might now catch up on very shortly mm. my favourite bit of, day, of uh, Deus Ex was the mission at the beginning yeah where it says there's hostages go and rescue the hostages and I was in this big office building so I could explore it and look at stuff and then I ran around I stole loads of items like, oh I, I'm going to rescue some hostages I'll definitely need this cake Take it out of my co-worker's desk and put it in my pocket. Typical RPG um, thinking, yeah, yeah. 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 So I did all that and I was like, yeah, cool, it's giving me all this stuff to prepare me. Then I got to the thing and they were like, oh yeah, all the hostages are dying because you're pissed about. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you're quite mean. Um, so I quite like that. I think there's a nice artistic sense to the games as well. Yeah. They've got a nice aesthetic. Yeah, definitely. No. It's, Sorry, I don't agree with that. We don't like no? Black and Orange. No. What's wrong with it? You've got a leather jacket. You should love it. <laughs> I should love it, but it's supposed to be a prequel, and all the technology looks nicer than the original. That's because in the future, um, everything's restricted to VGA. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't quite like the fact that they tried to yeah. modernise it while calling it a prequel. Yeah. No, seriously, the, fir- the, the the later games, they're set so far in the future, everyone's become cyborgs, but they've not got good enough graphics cards to make it look good. Is that actually so you're actually seeing it through their eyes, <laughs> but he's a robot, therefore he's only got like a an early robotic <laughs> world rendering chip. Whereas in these ones, he's actually a human being, so you're seeing it properly. Is that actually a thing? No, I made that. Up. <laughs> I wish that was amazing. <laughs> it, it, that that would work as a uh, okay. But with enough chutzpah, you can justify anything. <laughs> That's, well, Hideo Kojima's been doing it for years. Is so. that chutzpah or is that moxie? Using using words that the two people know about the least in the room. If you're going to play Paranoia, you need to learn about Hutzpah and Moxie. Okay. Very important. Shall I give you the game I'm looking forward to most next year? Yeah. We've had an RPG, tabletop. We've had a a video game, computer game. Um, And I'll give you a board game I'm looking forward to, which is Seafall. Is it about... Falling seas. It's about the cool, yeah. 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 It's about a bloke that goes to the edge of the world, and falls off, oh. and you roll a dice. Yeah. You roll a seven, you get a slice of plastic cake. Seafall <laughs> <laughs> uh, is a new legacy style game. Ooh. Um, having enjoyed Risk Legacy and Pandemic Legacy, 
Uh, I'm looking forward to, to this by the original creator of um, Risk Legacy. Okay. Um, it's a legacy game wherein the choices you make and the things you do in the game will impact and you'll have a campaign style, mm. which I've already said why I like that. Uh, but this one features um, naval exploration, piracy, world building, trade, Ooh. all those kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like... <laughs> The feel from what I've seen and the, the things I've listened to um, is kind of that, that era of going off and exploring the Caribbean and not having any idea what you're going to find. Yeah, that sounds like the text-based adventure you were talking about, but in yeah. a board game. Yes! It's got lots and lots of shiny things. I'm very much looking forward to it. Looks like it could be fun. It's, it was due at this year and has slipped, mm. um, but hopefully in order to make it even more awesome. I do yeah. like pirates. Yeah, yeah. Carry on, fox play. I do yes. like a good boat. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have very much enjoyed hoisting mainsails. Yes. Oh, do you get to hoist sails? Yes, hoist. We were talking about. Ho- oh no, it's foisting. Foisting. Yeah. Hoisting. Well, I figured hoist. it was sails that are on fire. Is it only sails that get hoisted? You can hoist else? people. Hoist. Well, that sounds painful. Do you hoist flags? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You hoist yeah. the flag. Yeah, hoist the flag. See. On a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or on a pole outside a school. Is it, so is it only cloth? So only things made of cloth that are hoisted? People aren't made of cloth. People are made of cloth. Well, I yeah. didn't think you could hoist people anyway. You can hoist people. You can hook them up and hoist them up. Well, you could you could do that with a side of ham, but is it is it? Well, no, nah, ham, you hook it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or hang it up. If you hoist a person, do they then flutter in the breeze? Is it is it? It sounds painful. Surely you're, you're hanging them. Depends on the breeze. You're hanging them. If you're if you're from the neck. Yeah, doing it from the neck technically. It's probably to lift with ropes. Yes. Don't Ooh. hold me to it. But... Oh, excellent. So if we lift something with ropes, we are hoisting it. So we could hoist a person with ropes. Now I'm going to tell the audience that Brian is checking Google because. I don't want him seeing Clever and the rest of us who <laughs> can't figure anything out. No, that's true. I would like to say that Rob is right. Um, yes, I, I, I know I... this from my own knowledge and not from looking on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> At which point, I have hoisted a bag of flour before. Bag of flour? Yeah. What's the weirdest thing you've ever hoisted, Aaron? I don't think I've ever hoisted anything in my life. Have you You're not a man. You've never lived. I've never needed, wanted more things above my head than already are. Do we yeah. think it's been a good year for games? Yeah. Uh, well, obviously not video games, clearly by car. Yeah, it was good, but this is shit, this is shit, this is shit. It's getting better, though, compared to when the X-Bone and the piss poor first came out. <laughs> just a drizzle, 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 and sad. Can I just interrupt <laughs> to say, given that I host the board games, that stack has probably trebled in the course of this year. Yes, so let's board drop board. video games and go to board games. Yeah. Board games have clearly been amazing this year because we've yes. bought an absolute uh, ton of them. They are, and by we, I mean Brian and our host. <laughs> who apparently have more money than sense or girlfriends that don't pay attention to their bank balances. Ah, I've, I've, sorry, I've just come to my senses. Colin's not allowed to play with anything I buy. Uh, <laughs> I bought Aaron a board game just yesterday. Oh, uh, what did you buy him? I bought him my village. You bought him your village? Yeah. The place where you live in the country. <laughs> no, Enjoy, do what you like to the villages. <laughs> Who bought Watson and Holmes? Because it's still sealed. James bought me that. So, to sum up, this year I've learned that to hoist something means to lift with ropes. Yeah. Well, actually, the hoist is the device. I suppose as a verb, yeah, it would be to use a hoist, which is some kind of dangling thing. Um, right, yeah. Yeah. 
That's what I learned this year. What I've, did you learn this I've year? I've learned about word pedantry. Yeah, um, word pedantry, cool. And that uh, big games that can take entire days aren't necessarily as enticing <laughs> for the first four hours as you hope they are. Yeah. But then quite fun if you give them, give them a chance. Yes. Delayed um, gratification, you've learned. <laughs> and uh, I've learned... Like Yes. <laughs> I should play Tantric Twilight Imperium. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've learned Brian really doesn't like me going, me, 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 which he will have to listen back to when editing. Yeah, well, because you're not checking your privilege, Colin. I've also learned that phrase. Yes, Colin didn't know what to check privilege was, um, which was why he was such an unreconstructed, misogynistic pig. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it meant either, don't so from the critical twits we wish you all a happy new year uh we hope you've had a fantastic year um if you've got any particular video games board games or rpgs that you particularly really love this year and want to talk to us about messages comment on the uh sound cloudy thing or youtube when i eventually get it up there we will see you in the new year i've been aaron Vinsky. i've been brian ennis and i've been Colin Howard. bye